All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Behind the Human. I'm your host, Mark Champagne, and it's my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices, keeping people living at the top of their game personally and professionally. Today, we are jamming with Martin Webb, who is a highly acclaimed filmmaker and director known for his outstanding work on the Emmy award-winning Netflix docuseries, Drive to Survive. He's currently directing another popular series, Breakpoint, which provides a behind-the-scenes look at the lives of top tennis players as they travel across the globe for all four Grand Slams and the ATP and WTA tours. Martin has also worked on a wide range of topics, including covering suicide, murder, refugee children, art, and now sports. Martin, welcome to the show. Wow, thanks for the introduction. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't normally get that kind of thing. I'm a little bit nervous um, because <laughs> I'm normally the guy doing your job, probably. Um, <laughs> Which makes me nervous, just, <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we'll end up finding more out about you than me on this thing. We yeah, never know, fair. right? Too funny, too funny. You've had quite the, quite the run. I mean, you know, just even in writing the bio, just, you know, your work spans across a really wide range of topics, which, um, which is fascinating. And, and I will definitely, I definitely want to jump into that before we get into the core of your story and, and, and how you got to where you're at and, and so forth. We start this, the, this show the same way with every guest to avoid, you know, the bios and the job titles and things like that. And that's just simply with, I shouldn't say simply because it's a big question, but yeah. Yeah, it can be light if, you, if you'd like. But just who, you know, who are you today? Like, how do you, how would you describe you as, the, as, as, a, as a person? Like, what are those fundamental characteristics that uh, surface for you today? I don't know. <laughs> I think um, probably, you know, like most of us, I'm puzzled to myself. Um, mm. most of the time, um, I think that it's kind of become important for me to kind of keep moving. I think I'm a sort of a better person when I'm moving, when there's kind of the plate is kind of loaded and there's a lot to do. Um, I think I'm, 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 I'm not great when there isn't a lot happening. Um, and you know, that's been I've been moving for a long time, really. It's kind of been project project by project. It tends to be one at a time, kind of you go in pretty deep into these these areas, these people's lives, these subject matters. You become an expert in it for, yeah. you know, maybe six weeks, six months, maybe a year. Um, and then you try and put it down and you come up for air you think about it um and and you think about the next thing and like sometimes the the next project is very similar to the one you've just done or perhaps it's completely different i think that you think that the whole kind of broadcasting landscape has has changed so much in the last you know 20 years 25 years and technology has changed with it so much. And, you know, really I've been a huge beneficiary of that, you know, being able to really, you know, have a small camera that's very high quality um, and, you know, use that on my own, you know, anywhere in the world yeah. is, you know, isn't something that was possible, you know, um, 30 years ago, 35 years ago. Um, and I think in a way I'm, I'm, I'm a product of that. I'm a product of, of, of technology improving the digital age of the, the world being, you know, relatively accessible. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I think I've always just, I was never that sure, like really what I wanted to do with myself. Um, and, but I was kind of curious about what else was out there and, think that the um think that the you know this particular sort of profession allows me to um see what's out there yeah i think a lot of it is a kind of um you know the rhythm and the the momentum of of the work that i'm doing is it's quite 
it can be quite relentless, but it's also very intense. Yeah. And you're, you're in these spaces where you are, um, almost, you almost completely park any sense of yourself, really. You're, you're there for someone else's experience. You're there for someone else's emotion. You're, you're, you're there to, you know, you, you're looking for something that is to do with their story. And it's mm -hmm. very little of it is to do with you. I mean, obviously you're, you have an opinion on it, a, a professional opinion on it. And that's, you know, that comes into play, but it's not, it's nothing really to do with you and your life, I would say. Yeah. And so I think just, just think it's a huge contrast, you know, it's a huge adjustment um and you know i'm i've got a lot better at, at, at managing that and actually you know enjoying that time when you come back um, and you and you do come up for air um i think i think the air is different your your body you know you've your there's a there's a release you get very tired Straight away, um, it's a it's like a recovery. Honestly, it, feel, it yeah. feels like a, a some sort of recovery for me. Um, but I kind of don't think it's great to be kind of sedentary for too long. You know, I, I that's what I mean by keeping keeping moving. And 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 typically, you know, at the moment, obviously, I'm working these these in these sports and so that's a kind of a year-long calendar that will probably start in kind of you know march and maybe finish in december december or the end of the year so i'll probably get a couple of months you know to to have a breath um yeah. but i kind of need to be i still need to be engaged in the mind mm -hmm. um i don't you know, it's like, who am I? I don't know. Like even those questions, like I don't, I try not to ask those questions too much. Like, I don't know. I don't know where, it, I don't know where it, it leads me in a way. I sort of prefer to kind of be doing, um, and to be more kind of an active participant in showing like who you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it has changed though I think like each project kind of you recalibrate after each project and that needs that calibration has to kind of work alongside you know the work that's out there and the stories that people are listening to and the you know you know how how do you tell these stories as well like at the moment it's these kind of these stories around sport that are kind of very popular and if you watch the shows they move very quickly but you know like 10 years ago I, you know I was making films that were a lot slower than that and longer interviews and you know big landscapes and um and so look I think it's just about for me it's it's always just about trying to do good work work that I think it's important that people see it, you know, like I went through quite a long time of killing myself on projects that no one really watched. <laughs> and, you know, that's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for an audience. I'm trying to give people something, you know, when they watch it, I want them to feel something. I want them to feel what I felt at the time I was filming it. You know, that's, that's, it's really, it's all about a feeling or a set of feelings. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if I'll keep going in, you know, in this kind of these, these long, these series, these long form series, this kind of like long sport, they almost call it. Um, I don't think it's going to last forever. Like, I think it's kind of still expanding just about at the moment. Um, but you know, people get tired of it and people actually get tired of just watching 10 part series or five part series. Like it's, there's so much choice now. It's almost that 
paralysis of choice I think people have even I have it you know you put on your Disney or your your Apple or your Amazon Prime there's so much to choose from and you know sometimes you don't even choose you just have a look you know and then you you then you turn it off again so I'm kind of aware of that as well that there can be a fatigue that sets in with all of these things obviously I'm not in control of that um um you know so I try and pick I try and pick projects where I think there's a story to be told that's where it kind of, it hasn't been done, you know, like in that way before. Um, and also, you know, have I got, yeah. Um, so I think, I think I, yeah, it's, and of course, you know, you're not, it's not as if you know, like, it's not as if you, there's like a, 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 a book, a book or a catalog that says, Hey, here's the 2000 projects that are being made in the world right now. Which ones you want to pick? You know? So it, you know, I think there's also, you know, that, that I, you know, you, you're not necessarily free to do absolutely anything that you would, you would want to do. Um, at a given moment, but look, that's getting better. Like obviously as your, as your work improves and you get noticed, you, you definitely get more choice that the, the budgets are bigger. Um, you get more toys to play with. You can hire the people you like a bit more, you know, and you kind of have more creative control, I think, but you have to earn that. You have to earn that, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just interested in unpacking, you know, the stories of, of, of just a wide range of people in different industries to see, you know, like how, how do you manage, like in your case, like manage these projects that are full on for, you know, certain periods of time. Then like you said, then there's, there's a bit of a recovery period or break and whatnot, but then there's, because we have, there, there's gotta be things, everyone has their own tools and practices to kind of hear what's, what's in the whispers, right? Like even in our, mm. our first, our intro conversation, you had mentioned um, at one point with, with the F1 series drive to survive, like, you're like, okay, I've done, I've done enough of those seasons. It was time to, to move on to something else. Right. Um, but a lot of us, you know, it, it's, it's hard to miss those signs because everything is moving so fast. And we, we live in a very much, uh, kind of, a an autopilot, uh, society that if you don't pause in some, in some fashion, you, you miss those signs. The next thing you know, you're like, how the hell did I get here? Right. And, and that's the stuff that I'm trying to unpack. Um, with people just to, to help, right? With these these questions and these moments of reflection. I am curious though, Martin, just in general, because we should probably provide a, a bit of backstory. You, you had you said something um, previously where, you know, you kind of worked your ass off on a lot of different projects that not as many people have seen. I mean, Drive to Survive is, is I think, a bit of a unique situation. It's, and, and, and fill in any flavor or details here, but we've never seen, you know, a series like this before, definitely in that sport where at least even personally speaking, I mean, I, I wasn't a follower of the sport. I was interested in, in it. Um, my wife definitely wasn't. And this is like something we find that we watch together now. And we're not, you know, unique in this situation. I think that show did that for a lot of people, but how did you get there? Like, how did that one even come about for you? Um, I was, yeah, I mean, I was making uh, documentaries, as I say, for BBC Two, BBC One, I mean, Discovery Channel, Channel Four, you know, Nat Geo, and you know, Nat Geo, all kinds of things. Like, you know, I've done. Yeah, that's not insignificant, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, 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 I realised, but I think at the time, you know, Netflix was just coming around it had, you know it'd have this big success with you know breaking bad i think mm. and it was getting noticed and they were just getting into the kind of the factual the non-scripted space really which which was my area and so i kind of you know saw that this this big broadcasting you know monster was coming along and i just thought well it would be good to do something for them you know, it'd be good to do something. I don't know what, but it'd be good to do something. Um, and so there was a company that um, I kind of had my eye on as well that um, 
just advertised the job. They just said, you know, 10 part sports series for a major, major streamer. We're looking for, you know, producer directors. And I, you know, I went in, I had the meeting. I had no idea what sport it was going to be. I think when they said Formula One, I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest. Sure. No, <laughs> I, I could see that. <laughs> you know, um, but I guess that's the point, right? Like, it's this kind of sleeping giant of a sport. It was that kind of, and anyway, back in the UK, it was it was a sport that your dad used to fall asleep to on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you know, it's like, in a way, it was his excuse. He'd go it, on a Sunday afternoon, he'd be like, oh, I'm just going to watch Formula One. But actually, he was just going to have a little sleep. No <laughs> <laughs> because you guess what? You watch the first lap, which is exciting. Um, then you tune out and then you watch the last lap. And yeah. it, it was this kind of this sport, I think, anyway, that had this image of just this faceless helmets, you know, flying around the track. Um, and so it, it, you know, it it needed humanizing. Basically, was was the kind of um, one of the lines that the execs had kind of said to me. And I think it took about a month for me to, you know, there was like, you know, probably three dates. <laughs> with that, with the production company and the bosses and, you know, do I want to do it? Do they really want me to do it? Like, what does this look like? How's it, how's it going to be? Um, and you know, eventually I, I said yes. And, um, how did you yeah. get there, Martin? Like that to me, that's the important part, at least on this show, it's, mm. it's cause you already put, there was a, a moment of time where you kind of set the intention. You didn't know how it was going to happen, but you're like, mm -hmm. Hey, I should be paying attention to the streaming platform. And, then this, this, you know, this, this role pops up, which, you know, seems quite a, ironic that it, you know, that happened or maybe not, you know, in a way, because you did put it out there. But then in, in that period of time of, of, you know, kind of dating and doing the interviews and kind of going back and forth, what helped you get, you know, clear on your decision? Um, I see, I don't know. I'm not sure I was. <laughs> I think okay. It, I think it's just, just jumped I think, in. I mean, these things, you know, all of these things are, are are a bit of a risk, you know. I'd um but I'd never done anything like it before. I think that I'd never done sport before. So I was keen to like test myself. I think I'd spent a long time making, you know, this kind of soft social justice films really and quite, you know, almost like victim based programs really mm -hmm. where something probably terrible has happened or something yeah. terrible is kind of continually happening or there is a you know there's a stress on the family poverty homelessness you know criminal you know criminality murder um yeah it's, i mean couldn't be my, farther from what you've been creating <laughs> my son's on death row you know what i mean it's all yeah. you know all this kind of stuff and i, I do think that there was a, there is a you know there's an emotional sort of toll in working on 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 those sorts of projects so i think i was probably looking to do something that um wasn't you know gonna be gonna have so much impact on me you know um because you do you do hold on to these stories you know um yeah and i think that it's, it's something we're seeing like a lot more in kind of television you know people coming forward and talking about the you know the the, the toll that that some of these stories take i mean i've always tried to you know i always you i always use a camera so for me i've tried to make that a kind of a sponge you know it's a kind of a thin shield of sorts that i've always felt as kind of like protected me you know yeah. but things do get through that as well. And, you know, you, it's not that you can't let any of it in, you know, like some of it gets in. So I think, I think the idea that this was, it was Netflix, it was a kind of a 10 part series for a company that I really respected. Like they just made um, a film about Senna, feature documentary about Senna. They'd made another film about Amy Winehouse, which had won, mm -hmm. an, Os had won an Oscar. You know, so I was getting the chance to work with, I felt like the best of the best, really, um, yeah. in, in a new space. Um, they'd never made a TV show really before. So there was a kind of a, <laughs> a, a humbleness to the approach. 
um, the sport, the sport needed it. Um, and I was working in a team, you know, and I kind of actually, a lot of my work had been not solitary, but, you know, really felt as though I'd kind of, you know, shouldered most of the responsibility on my own a lot of the time on certain projects. And I, I just quite like the idea of working in a bigger team, you know, yeah. where you can share this stuff, you know, um, and so I think it was a combination of the elements that, that made me sort of get into bed with those guys. Sure. You know? um, well, in a way too, it's like, I feel just kind of looking back and knowing a bit about your, your backstory and some of the, the previous work you've done, you know, and I'm sure they saw this as well. Like you're kind of the perfect candidate to, to bring that emotion that, you know, a lot of your other films, um, like that, th those were the big, the big moments, right? Like it's hard to talk about, you know, death row and um, child refugees and, and whatnot and not have any emotion in that, right? And to your point, like that transfers to you as well. And it, it can be heavy, but in, in, in the case of, of F1, where there really was no emotion uh, for the most part, unless you're like a super fan. And because the same thing in North America, it's even worse, worse in North America, because for the most part, those races, you know, finish by the time anyone gets up on this side of the world, right? For, for on average in terms of where they're located. So like, you've got to really be a big fan to, uh, to, to follow along. Whereas now, like, like that is that, I mean, I, I watched the, or, or picked up some, some of the, the, the parts of the, the last, uh, race, it was in Montreal and it's just like you can you can jump in immediately and be like, oh, okay, like you know the politics that are happening with the teams, and like you to your point, and this, and thank you for doing this with with the team, but like there's an emotional connection with with those drivers. Even obviously, we don't you know we don't know them personally, but like wow, that you know they pulled or they didn't or this happened. Like there's a bigger story behind that happening, you know, because of of the insight that these uh these series have provided so it's um it's fascinating for you think, when you're making it go ahead go ahead no i think i think that you know what these what these young men you know just about young men just about like yeah. we you know what they do is is pretty incredible you know and we knew that they get into this rocket ship and fly to mars every day we know that, right? And it's really dangerous and they can die, but no one knew who they were, you know? So what was missing, what was missing from the race was the context. It was the context. Like you need to give the audience context. You need to get inside the helmet. Like these are just normal people with hopes and dreams and fears and concerns, just like everybody else. And so what, once you understand that, if you understand that before the race, then you give a shit about the race, you know? It's all about yeah. creating context. And I think that that's, you know, something we talked about a lot in season one, get to know these people properly. And then when they do, you know, fly around, you know, Jupiter in this rocket ship, I care <laughs> about it. I care yeah. about it. And really that is, you know, something that you have to do in these, projects is you have to you have to make people care you know i think yeah. that and that and look, that's not my line i think that's the guy that makes toy story he or you know i think he i think he says you know make people care you know yeah. whatever whatever you're doing that's that's something i'm always or, or maybe it's the guy that made wally i'm not sure anyway i think there was a ted talk somewhere where he said <laughs> listen make people care and so Either i, way, I always hold on line. to that yeah i always i always kind of Hold on to that. Um, get inside the helmet. Understand who these people are, and then we give a shit. Otherwise, we're yeah. not going to be. Otherwise, we're not going to be bothered. You know. Yeah. Hello, friends. Given you're here, I'm making the assumption that you're motivated to be mentally fit. So, with that in mind, I want to let you know about the Better Questions newsletter, which publishes once or twice a month, providing all of us the opportunity to slow down, think and ask better questions. As you know, quality questions are my thing. And this is an opportunity to share the prompts I've studied and curated to help our minds be healthier, clearer, more intentional, and expand our mental capacity. 
You can sign up over at BehindTheHuman.com slash newsletter, which will also give you a preview of my debut book, Personal Socrates. That's BehindTheHuman.com slash newsletter. Now back to the show. So how did you, how did you build that, that level of trust so that you could open up, you know, different um, people and characters within the series? Like I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking of Christian from Red Bull. I know you had a, you know, uh, just doing the research, I know you had a a moment with him where it seemed like, you you know, there was a, there was a validation of, of years worth of work essentially on your side to, to get him to a point of, of opening up. If you want to share that moment, it was, I think is when they were celebrating a a pretty big win. Um, And then I'd love to know, like, you know, how, how did you just, constantly kind of peel back the layers of the onion to be able to, to tell that story. Cause now us as viewers, we, you know, we feel like we're behind the helmet or behind, you know, in, in the paddock with these, these team members, essentially. I think that, um, and the most, probably like most documentary filmmakers, um, professionals will, will say a similar thing, but like trust is, trust is, is the key currency that you have really. Yeah. Um, and it's, but it's a process, you know, it's a, it's a process of having a relationship with someone, a, um, where there's a lot of conversation. There's, there's so much, there's so much non-filming that goes into it. You know, you Mm -hmm. guys see a glimpse of it, of what's on screen at the end of it, but, you know, relationships and access really are the key, it's the key to like, all this kind of stuff. Um, it's a it's a conversation. It's about it's about you know, and and it's different with every contributor. Like some contributors need, you know, they need more more of that than others. You know, it it it, it, it can be looked at almost as a slightly dysfunctional marriage sometimes, where you you, you know you almost need to, you know, you're you're, you're pledging your vows to these people like every day or every hour or you know maybe once every six months where you just need to explain like what you're doing and 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 why you're doing it um but i i really i try to you know i I never want to be them to feel like i'm taking from them that's really important to me that they feel as though they can be themselves and they can do exactly what they would normally be doing it's just that i'm there filming it you know, um, yeah. how do you do that? I mean, that's a be- beautifully said, but how do you practically, or what do you, what, what's, what's the intention in your mind going into these interviews where you're, you're giving them something versus taking energy away? I don't know. Like it's, it's about being very aware of how other people are feeling. You know, it's almost this kind of, I think anyway, it's this kind of hyper empath, hyper empathy kind of, um mindset where you know in interviews let you know is is one thing but actually a holy shit moment that's very private you know like how did you know you i really somehow believe that i'm able to kind of control the energy of the room by the way i move where i sit what what i say when i say it how i move my equipment what i'm wearing Mm. when i enter the room the you know, I I really believe in this idea of momentum and rhythm in how you move in, in, in camera work in, in 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 pressure and release and you know, just looking, 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 really looking, trying to see how people are responding to each other. Um, yeah. You're super pre- present. I mean you it seems like you're very dialed in in those moments. I think you have to be, I think I think you know, that you don't want the moment to become about you. It's about someone else. You you don't want your, you know, I'm always trying to keep equipment small to a minimum, you know, less people in the room, the better. Yeah. Um, these are private moments. These are intimate moments. And if if it suddenly becomes a TV show, then I think you've lost it. <laughs> oh, know? wow. Yeah. I think you've lost it. I'm not really there to like, I'm not here. Hey, the TV show is here. It's like, 
you you want them these people to you know you're there because of them you're there because of what they're already doing actually like that's what your research that's what the pro the process has brought you to this point so the last thing you want to do is make it about you yeah and 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 also you know these are these are elite athletes these are all these are people that are in in a very high pressured you know performance space and you better not get in the way of that you better not get in the way of that and I think like, you know, eventually, it, you know, if you, if you build that trust and you don't mess it up on day one, you know, they'll have you back and, you know, then you keep going and then eventually they, you know, eventually they want you there. Eventually yeah. they, they like having you there. Eventually, you know, and then when it gets really good, they, they might say to you, they might even say to you, how was that? You know, I mean, it got that good with, you know, I would say with me and Christian, it got into that place where, you know, there was a sort of a sense check a little bit, a kind of a dual sense check, like on certain things. And, you know, I was, I think it gave him some, us being there, it gave him something, it gave him maybe a confidence. Hey, look, he's an OBE, he's, you know, he's done, done a lot with his life. So he didn't, he didn't need it, but I think that in 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 those you know in some of those moments he he you know he wanted he wanted me there you know um, yeah. Well, why don't you explain that moment that that moment where where he he asked to replace his mic essentially? I think that's that that, <laughs> that paints the picture really well. Yeah. Well, this was um this was like season four and like the the. You know, there was a, a championship battle of all championship battles that had been taking place all year. And it, you know, the, the kind of final result came down to the last lap of the last race of the season. And, um, I mean, holy shit, right? Like, that's what, that's, I've wanted that for four years. We've wanted to see something like that. We've wanted, we've been looking for a story like that and like that. And we got it. And, you know, my kind of character really amongst you know many others but like one of them was christian horner and you know i'd been working with this guy for for four years essentially and every year he would say to me he'd say listen this is our year we're gonna do it this year like we're gonna win it max is gonna win it we're gonna we're gonna do it and i'd be like great you know and then the next year he'd <laughs> say the same thing and i'd be okay great like let's go for it again like with you like yeah you yeah know, and then uh, <laughs> Um, are we going to do it this year? You know, <laughs> um, and you know, they did it like he did it, and you know, it was a an incredible moment that was a you know an incredible you know I was there on on the pit wall the last lap when you know they won that race, um, and you know. Christian just lost it. I mean, he just, tears just came out and, you know, as, as a sort of a climactic moment or for him, um, a kind of, for his story and, and for me to capture that after the, the years that we'd been through, you know, that was, that was, that was a huge, that was a huge moment for me. That was kind of like, yeah, it was, you can't ask for much more than that as a sort of documentary kind of filmmaker. Um, and so after that moment, the, you know, there's a shoot of champagne everywhere. There's, you know, there's, they, they, cause it's Red Bull, they spray Red Bull everywhere. So there's, you know, <laughs> eff effectively like syrup flying yeah, around exactly right. everywhere. You know, it's, it's, you know, a holy shit moment for sure. Um, and like everyone gets soaked, like Christian gets absolutely soaked, you know, and he's, but you know, guess what? There's like a hell of a lot more story and, you know, to happen. And he's wearing a radio mic for us. Like that's what he does. Like, that's what a lot of the characters do. They wear these little body packs and that's how we record sound for a lot of this, you know, because yeah. booming is kind of technically difficult. We do that as well, but like we use a lot of radio mics. And honestly, like amongst all of that, like 
he just looks at me and he's like, I'm soaked. I'm soaked. Like, we need to, the mic, the mic, the mic. You know, like yeah. arguably one of the biggest moments in like his recent career. And he's thinking about my microphone and I'm like, okay, let's go. So we ran to his office, you know, like came out of celebration, ran to his office, changed the mic, changed his shirt, you know, and then we were good to go. And I just, I just thought, wow, man, like for him to think about like projects and me in that moment, you know, to give me, just to give me two minutes to do that, you know, that's a big deal, you know, and I felt, you know, quite touched by that, really. I felt like that's a sign that, you know, he cares about, yeah, I think like the relationship and, you know, and he cares about having this story like documented mm -hmm. in the right way. You know, he can see that. And, you know, I think that I hope that, you know, his thoughts in that moment were again, based on like a history that like we'd had together. Like I'd been to his house and stayed over at his house. I went to a Spice Girls gig with, you know, yeah. him and his wife. He's married a Spice Girl. You yeah. know, I've kind of, you know, I have a lot of conversation with Jerry and, you know, I, you know, he's, he, but that's, that's a sign of trust, right? Like he trusts, yeah. he trusts us. He trusts us with, with his livelihoods, you know, and I think that you can't take that lightly, you know, and like, these are the things that mean a lot to me, like, even more probably than like the final products. Like these are the things that I enjoy. I want people to enjoy it themselves. I want them to get something out of it. And, you know, like these moments, these are, you know, this is, um, you know, this is what, this is why I'm doing it. This is a kind of a, you know, this is a, this is a, this is the denouement, you know, this is a living denouement. I'm looking for these these moments that are somehow bigger than the thing that you can see. They're like, mm. um, they kind of, they have an emotional truth to them that is, um, makes you feel something that just cuts right through you, you know? And I'm, um, I think that, you know, that was, that was a big one um, for him. And for me. Well, and for you, yeah. Well, yeah. I hope you were able to, you know, first of all, congratulations. That's just, I think, a true testament to, well, just you and your character and and even how you answered, like, who you are today, right? And just being, you know, all in on these kind of projects and, like, really, like you said, searching for those moments that are that are bigger that mo most of us can't see or don't see, right? Like, we see, we see the celebration and and what came out of that but obviously you know don't see that 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 mic replacement and and whatnot and and i hope you've like saved that for those moments where because you know that these come like when when shit does hit the fan and you know where you're questioning like why am i doing this or when when life gets tough it's like then you can pull back and or you know pull out those those experiences and be like ah you know what there's it's up and down, but you know, that that's one that was a beautiful one for me. And then you don't have to sit in that emotion as, as, uh, as long as, as, as normal typically. But on that note, I mean, I do want to know, I mean, you talked about recovery, um, and, and just kind of resetting in, in, in between projects, but I'd love to know, like, even now, like right now, you know, you're traveling around covering, um, a lot of the the grand slams and tennis for 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 breakpoint right now. I mean, it's like even you and I is finding the time to speak, right? Like it's it's a bit chaotic because uh, you're not typically in in one place very long. There's a lot moving. Um, how what are you doing, or how are you finding kind of those micro moments of of calm or stillness so that you know you don't just explode from being in the system of of creating something like this? I'm trying to. And this is something I'm sort of really the last couple of years, I think I've tried to do this is I'm actually trying to bring elements of the work into my personal life. So, okay. I didn't expect you to say that, <laughs> but continue. So like, 
So like, what's the, like, what's the, what's the best part of the thing that I do say is, and by the way, like you have to, you have to, I realized a long time ago that you have to enjoy the process. You know, I don't think you can hold on to the fight, what this idea, this idealism of what the final product is going to be or how it's going to be received, you know, because that is a very fleeting moment that may not be, you may be disappointed. In fact, you probably will be. So you just spend, you know, enjoy the process, you know, make sure that you, you get that right. And I think for me, the thing that I really, you know, that I love the most is, you know, is that kind of, is when I know that I've got a moment that is um, important, almost that when I know that I've got the kind of denouement of the story, you know, like, and if we, if we define a kind of a denouement as a moment where all of your themes and your sub themes suddenly all make sense because of a singular moment that you've just captured. All of the banalities and the mundane that you've been following for six months suddenly all come together in one moment because, you know, some guy just won a tennis tournament, but actually, you know, his dad finally said he was proud of it. You know, yeah. and you got and you got that. You know, and and, you, and and you're filming that moment, and you know that you know that it's an affirmation, right? Like it's an affirmation of your process of what you saw along the way. Like you knew there was this, there was going to be something that was going to bring it all together. Um, you weren't quite sure what, but then when it starts happening in front of you, it's you know you, your heart. It's a chemical thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Your heart starts sure. beat. Your heart starts beating. The palms get sweaty. There's pressure. There's adrenaline. There's serotonin. Um, and there's also some kind of like understanding of the history, of your personal history of that moment. Like you, you know what you went through, or you know what the person you were filming went through. But you went through it with them, by the way, yeah. to get that moment. You know, and you know, once you've got it, I, I, I feel a real sense of relief. I feel a real buzz. Um, and you know, because also you, you probably will then get to have that moment again when you edit it down and you pump it out into the world. Like that's, that's the plan, right? Yeah. Well, I think that. You can find these, these, you can find a way to have these moments in the everyday. You know, I think you can, Mm. I think you can, you can, um, in the little things that you do, in the way that you talk to people, in the, you can, you can illuminate what really what I'm doing is I'm, is I'm out there and I'm illuminating moments in people's lives. You know, I'm just trying to add a layer of emotional truth to it and, and I'm trying to add some story to it in, in a way for other people to enjoy. But I think if you, if you sort of remove the camera from it and you, you remove the fact that I'm on a project, you can still do those things with like your friends. You can still do those things like, with your family, you can still make a moment feel bigger somehow, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I guess a, a, a sort of extreme example would be, you know, like on a wedding day when someone gets married and there's a speech, you know, and if you're the bride or you're the groom or, you know, and you listen to that speech and you're moved by it, right? Well, you know, okay, that that's a, that's a that's a big day but you can i think you can you can look you know at the people around you and and you can think about what is it that's going to make them enjoy a moment a little bit more somehow and i think you can you can kind of give that to them somehow 
I'm trying to think of an example where, and this is just something I'm just trying, you know, like, um, like I, yeah. I you know, I had a, I had a young, I had a guy working for me last year and, you know, he had a really tough year, like a, like a young director, like working with me, working sort of under me, you know, he had a pretty tough year, but he really like grafted, he really worked really hard. Um, and he, he got, is a tough, tough year for him and, and he got through it. You know, he did, he did really well. And I think, you know, I remember us, we got to the end of the year and like, you know, we, you know, we were on a dance floor or the rest of it. And, you know, there was a big bit of music and I just whispered in his ear. I just said, listen, you're, you, you know, you're the MVP this year. Oh, you're, wow. you're, yeah. you're my MVP, by the way. You know, and like, it, cause I think he was, but like, I didn't, it made like a moment that was a big moment, like somehow even bigger for him, you know? And then, and then he turned around and he said to me, he said, Hey, listen, I don't want to work. I don't want to work with anyone else ever again. I just want to work with you. And then, so then <laughs> he, get, he gave it back to me. Right. Yeah. You know, that's well, that gratitude loop. And yeah. The ripple, right. Yeah. So. Well, you just think, gave me that moment because just when you said that line and how you, whispered that into to the his the your director's ear like for me brought this whole conversation together that what you're doing day in day out with the christians of the world and you know basically illuminating those moments that most of us can't see that's how you can do it any of us can do it all the time like it all just came together i feel like in in, in that example which is, so I, I felt the chemical release there. So it's, it's interesting. I mean, you're explaining it. I'm feeling it. And it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I haven't completely figured it out. Like, and you know, I yeah. don't think, I don't think it's like, I still think you earn it. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, like typically in a film, like if you watch a film, like you watch the Shawshank Redemption, right? Like when, you know, Tim Robbins, Andy Dufresne, you know, gets out of the, you know, gets out and, you know, there's the, the rain is coming down on him and he's free and, you know, and then, and I mean, the denouement kind of in that film, it keeps going and going and going and going and, you know, and then he's under the tree and, you know, and Red is reading the letter and, you know, you typically the, 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 the meaning, the real meaning, the higher meaning of what you're doing comes towards the end of, a process or the end of something. Um, so I don't think it's, I don't think you can necessarily like make a, a trip to Tesco's or Walmart or whatever, like you know, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an illumination and trying to make, like people don't necessarily realize that there is like, they all have like a story to their own lives. Like, I think like everyone has that, but they're just not necessarily aware of it, you know? Well, that's the key. That's what I'm hearing so strong in this conversation is, is, is just presence. I mean, you have this, this beautiful ability to be present in, you know, what you could probably say kind of chaotic situations or fast moving and a lot going on, and a lot of people, and so forth. But pick out, pick out those moments uh, in in your work. But then, like what you just kind of displayed or shared in those moments, knowing that you know your your colleague in this situation, like knowing his story and knowing that that whispering those words would would have a huge impact for him, right? Um, and just you know, probably just like that, Mike change you know how that affected you um you see those in, in others and, and and you know you're giving us a beautiful gift to just or a reminder to just try to slow things down a little bit and, and be present in along that journey in those moments because there's a lot of magic there uh that we can all tap into i think so i think that i mean it's just about feeling something isn't it yeah and you know i really you know, I think that I'm making these things so that other people feel something. You know, that's just the 
a position, I think, is a desire to kind of, you know, touch the audience, to move the audience, to get them somewhere different to where they were. I think that's what great films do. That's what they do to me. You know, as I say, like End of the Shawshank Redemption, I mean, you're on your knees, right? You know, that, that feeling, like what a feeling that is. And, you know, she can, I've always wanted to try and give that, give Mm -hmm. that, put that, put that out there, you know, and it's, you know, I'm not, hey, listen, I haven't made Shawshank Redemption, but, you know, (laughs) I'm like a desire to, to, to kind of, to, to move the audience, to touch people, I think is, 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 is what I'm, trying to do so you know look i'm i'm looking for it make no mistake like i'm out there i'm looking for it i'm looking for it in a in 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 the way people move in in a look on someone's face in a in what they what they say what they don't say um i'm i'm hunting for it i'm um and you know that 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 is my kind of job to do that you know, what I'm trying to do now is just, you know, you use that skill set if I can in a, a bit more in, in the everyday, mm-hmm. you know, I love that. Well, my last question for you, and this was such a, such a beautiful conversation. And, and I have to say, you know, at, at the time of us recording this, at least in Canada, uh, today the next five episodes of breakpoint release on netflix over here so it's i'll be watching uh, some of those tonight and just just smiling kind of ear to ear knowing that we had this conversation and that you know you obviously have a huge part in in that series as well but my question final question for you is just what are the moments that are are left to be illuminated for you in 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 life in film in whatever either or whatever feels right to you I don't know. I mean, you know, I have a, I have a, I have a project that's running at the moment that's been running for many years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I need to get, I need to, I need, I need to kind of get that finished. Um, it's a kind of a, a long term look at. Um, a kind of a, like a refugee's life, basically. But sort of within him, there are so many lessons about, I think, like who we are, you know. Mm. Um, and the project, I mean, yeah, the project scares me. It's it's so big, and you know, I'm so scared of getting it wrong um, that I need to tackle that. Yeah, I need I need to tackle that. I need to figure out what it's really about. You know, um, what, what, what do you need to release from that fear? What is it that? I don't want to let him down. Mm. I really don't want to let him down. And, you know, I think that his life is sort of been so important to so many other people, but I don't want to get that representation ball, you know, and I want to do it at the right time and. So I think that that's professionally, that's just a project that, you know, needs, you know, needs to, needs to be done, needs to be done soon. Um, I've said that for a few years. (laughs) Fair. You're Um, human. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, you know, it's a very different, um, a very different thing really to the type of work I'm doing. You know, it's probably not a kind of a big commercial enterprise in a way it's it's kind of you know gonna look and feel very different and so it's also just carving out the time and um to make it happen you know Mm. so i think so i think that's that's something that's been a challenge for me um i think that you know the, the politics of the time is is rough you know i think there's all kinds of distortions narrative distortions, distortions of communication out there in public life that I find, you know, um, a bit disturbing. Um, yeah, it's draining. None of that's, none of that's, you know, none of that's gone my way for the last 10 years. You know, all of the, the politics of the time has really, has really 
got to me, I would say. Like I felt like I spent a long time, I thought, you know, making important films that was, you know, hopefully pushing the needle in the right direction and, and then it, it it all swings the other way and you, it does it does leave you a little bit um disillusioned, I think, sometimes. So I think that I think that that's a that's a challenge. I'm trying to make sense of that a little bit. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. And just keep like keep doing good work. Keep keep being healthy. Keep being a you know keep um, being more present at home. You know, um, that's that's important to try and keep. You know, you can go as as as, as you know in this in this chat. You know, you, the, the frequencies are so different when you're yeah. out there on a project, and then when you come home, and it's just trying to just trying to get the modulation right. You know, yeah. Thing, um, but also understand the moment. Like I feel as though this is a moment for me. Like my age, my you know where I'm at at the moment. Like these are probably the years that I have to to get this kind of stuff right you know i think that life has a sort of it does have a kind of a timing to it you can't you can't do everything all at once but you can do certain things at certain times um mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to recognize that as well um, it's beautiful i mean they're just they're all something i've realized um over the last few years and especially writing my my own book and whatnot is just zooming out like they're they're all just chapters right into the the bigger book that we're putting out there for for our own lives and uh, sometimes you know we get real real close to a specific chapter and, if, and it feels heavier than than it has to if, if if you zoom out and be like well this is this is a fascinating part of the story and um yeah, I think like I think we're it's going to go this way, but it could to you know you know this it could completely you know pivot to another another area, which is not good or bad, right? It's just just part of the part of the story. It's like that, like what you said. It's like oh, it's when those moments come together, um, it, it kind of in front of us, and 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 that happens over and over again in our own lives, and it's it's, it's, all, it's fascinating. It's, it's all building, you know, like all yeah. of these, all of these experiences are actually building blocks. They're not, they're not, didn't waste your time, you know, in, in, you know, like that, pro- that project I did about, I mean, Jesus, man, I used to shoot weddings, you know, yeah. <laughs> when I first started out, I was a wedding videographer. I've probably filmed like 150 weddings in my life, you yeah. know, cause I couldn't get a job anywhere else. Like that's, that's all I could do. But it's what it taught me how to like other a once in a lifetime holy shit moment like yeah to, talk to keep, about pressure exactly get it right they're not doing that again buddy so yeah um so i think i think that's what i'm learning as well is like none of these things are a waste you know like i work with like younger people than me and i can see like like now i can see how they're feeling they're very um to like impress and like move forward really quickly and like they need to move on they need the success they need this and I was the same like 10 15 years ago and like actually better to like drink in like process that you're in drink that moment that you're in and actually try and like learn something from that moment because that experience will be the thing that you know moves you on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and normally it kind of it builds towards something better you know so i think for me it's just it's also just like trying to remind myself of that and like i honestly don't think like that like too far ahead you know like yeah i don't have these like five ten year plans like i don't think like oh you know, in two years' time, I've got to have that award or, or have that thing. Like, you know, it's it, it really is just about the the project that I'm on, doing the best I can on that, and then seeing what's next. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
So I think that helps me like being able to like, you know, having these, this like hard deadline where I have to finish something and, and there's that chapter's done and then I can move on to the next thing. I think that helps me. Of course, not everybody has that, you know, but, um, that has kind of helped me to understand like where I'm at and where I'm going, I think. And, and, and also like, you know, can I do it? And have I got the energy to like, and have I got the, uh, the ability to come into a subject matter with, or a set of characters with an open spirit and an open heart, you know, where I can, I can be there all day and be, you know, really open to like, what could this be? What's happening? You know, like I need to keep, if I, you know, if I don't feel like that, I shouldn't, shouldn't be doing the project shouldn't I shouldn't carry on with it mm-hmm. and you know I stopped Formula One because I felt like I'd done it reached you know I'd reached like you know whatever like Silicon Valley North Star I'd reached yeah. it you know like I got yeah. there and I, I didn't think that there was another bigger star beyond it for me it was time to that was the right time to finish that relationship and finish that story and look the show carries on and it regenerates and yeah. You know, other people carry on with it, but um, that helped me just to wrap that one up in a bow and and be like happy with like what it what it was, what it is, you know, and 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 then to try and go looking for that, you know, somewhere else, you know, or something slightly different somewhere else. Um, but I think like yeah, like it's. Well, I guess what you're talking about is that idea of trying to, you know, be sort of yeah, present in what you're doing and understanding like how that can be a useful thing for thing for you um moving forward, you know. Beautifully said. And I I really do appreciate and respect your your perspective and, and how you look at you know, your, the projects that you're working on and this life in general, there's, there's a lot of really great wisdom that you shared in, in this conversation. So first and foremost, of course, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're traveling quite a bit, uh, filming right now. So thank you for that. But I, I would say a higher thank you for, you know, just being true to yourself and, and staying in that journey and creating and creating from a place of, of, from what I can feel is, is authentic and, you know, really focus on pulling out those, those moments and, and those projects, those films continue to stack and we, we get to experience them. And I know for myself, even just working on, on my first docu-series, like I've studied a lot of what you've done in some of those series and even in just preparing for this conversation. So the ripple effect of your work um, is, you know, to me is not just the viewers, of these series, but it's also a lot of other creators that are looking to, um, to, to study what you're doing and whatnot. And, and I can only hope that what we put out there, um, will have good impact and, and effect for others. So, so thank you for that. Cause I mean, there's, there's a lot, I mean, you probably don't mean the, the ripple effect of what you're doing is, is, is something that you, you probably can't even feel, uh, in its entirety and it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, so thank no- you. I have no idea to be honest. I don't really, as I say, I don't get to, I don't really do this kind of thing much. And yeah, like you get like, you know, students reach out every now and then and want to have a chat about industry. And obviously I know that the shows are like popular and people enjoy them, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're never going to know, are you? It's kind of unquantifiable, I guess, yeah. the kind of the impact and that that's fine. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I kind of just keep, I think that's, you know, try and keep a sort of purity to what I'm doing. I think that's the thing that I'm good at and I, you know, I try and keep doing it for as, as long as I, I can really. Um, well, thank you, sir. This was a lot of fun. Well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, appreciate, appreciate the conversation. Uh, I hope it, I hope it, it, it does, 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 does something. Yeah. As I say, it'd be good to know like where it goes and what people think and, 
you know, hopefully you can edit me down as well so it makes a bit more sense. <laughs> I'm a strong believer in editing, as you know. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I love that.